Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. Esther, I am struggling with this. Why are you struggling, Holly? What's what's the moon? It's the moon. It's the moon. moon. (laughs) It's always the moon. No. So it's a full moon, right? Like on Wednesday or, you know, I guess Tuesday day. But right now we're still definitely feeling the effects of it this very early morning on Wednesday. I have been in just like a total state for like the last 36 hours. <laughs> I feel like if you just log on to Twitter, the whole, just looking at a Twitter feed, you will see the effect of the moon. Like owls yeah. are a big thing. And suddenly. I know that like there's no actual data, like because they do a lot of research or they've done research with like hospitals. Like, okay, well, the myth about people being crazy in the moon is not reflected by people checking into the hospital. But like log on to any social media or just like take a peek into my world. <laughs> It's been crazy, Ollie. It's been so crazy. I'm knocking stuff over. Right before we started recording, I was shuffling my deck and I like flung 40 of the cards into the air. <laughs> Esther saw it happen. Like I have it was no like an idea. explosion. Yeah, it was a total card explosion. So that prompts me to want to do a moon minute because it's been a little bit. But moon minute. Yeah. Right now is a disaster because of the full moon in Virgo. And Virgo <laughs> makes you way more focused on nitty gritty details. And with the full moon, it's just like, blah, like, blah. Yeah. so many, <laughs> like focusing on tiny little issues and not like looking at the big picture, which I'm definitely feeling. I'm like ranting about stuff that does not matter and having to reel myself back in. <laughs> but thankfully tomorrow, basically, if you're listening to this on Thursday, the moon is moving out of Virgo. Thank Yay. God. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I'm counting down the literal hours. Yeah. It's going to be in Libra. So we're going to be feeling a little bit more balanced. We're going to be feeling a little bit more interested and in interacting with people rather than focused on like our baloney. <laughs> exactly. Focused on all like the crap that doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. We'll feel more social and stuff. My only fear is that it's also a waning moon. And so a waning moon in a really social sign could make you feel like if you're not being social, you're like never going to be able to be social ever. So hopefully <laughs> we resist that. You're not an awkward, you know, wallflower. You're not yeah. Wallflower at all. You're fine. Exactly. Don't I mean, it. I'm going to be in a wedding this weekend during the waning moon in Libra. So I'm probably going to be like, oh, all. All these people hate me. <laughs> if that happens, just message me. I know. FaceTime me. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure out some solution. But oh, the moon. <laughs> oh, this moon. So, so bad. So bad. But we can do it. We can get through it. Yes, okay. we'll get through it. We will Only get through it. Only a few more hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only a few more hours and then the moon will leave Virgo. <sighs> At least for a little bit. <laughs> So it's my turn to do card of the day. Yay! What deck are you using, Esther? I'm using... What is this deck? I'm looking right at it. What is this deck? Oh, nope. Not Enchanted Witch. What's it called? What's Everyday it called? Witch. Everyday Witch. <laughs> we 
both are. That's so fun. It's <laughs> really cute. I was going through all my decks a couple days ago, and I, was, and I was like, oh, I really love this deck. So I chose it a few days ago for this episode because it's like a deck that's home. Like yeah. I have a few decks that feel like home, and this is one of those decks. Well, so I, I pulled it, it out of its box because I had reshuffled, not reshuffled. I'd re, I guess, boxed all of my decks. Mm-hmm. And this is in such a weird giant box that I hadn't really been pulling it out. But we got tagged yeah. in a couple of statuses this last week about people buying it because they heard us talk about it so much. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I'm getting that out of its box and using it. <laughs> we are we are spreading the gospel of everyday witch. Yeah. If I can remember the name. <laughs> Seriously. Our tarot evangelism continues. Yeah. It does. Because I, th- I feel like three people bought it this past weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does that make us influencers? Can we have a blue check mark if we give enough people this deck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, speaking of, while you're shuffling for the card of the week, we have two announcements. One is our friend Jen, who created the Beaumont Tarot on Kickstarter, is like 94% funded after less than a week. It is I am so proud of her. Amazing. It's been like five days. Yeah. Five days. She's totally knocking knocking it out of the park, and it's so exciting to watch because it's like kind of a romancy sort of deck. And there have been like some of the biggest names in romance novel writing. Like my favorite author just backed her. It's just so crazy. So if you're interested in romantic things or historical fashion or whatever, seriously, go check out our friend Jen's Kickstarter for um, the Beaumont, Le Beaumont, I guess, probably Le Le Tarot. And then her Instagram handle is Swing and Sparrow, right? Yeah, Swing right? and Sparrow, I believe. Yeah, or Swings and Sparrow. I was yeah, Swing Switch and Sparrow. Yeah, and we have been tagging her and stuff, so you should be able to find her on our Instagram as well. Oh yeah, and yeah. then also the tarot trade thing is still open. So even if you live internationally, if you have decks that you're not using or decks that you're interested in trading for, definitely check that out. Are you ready for Car of the Day, Holly? Now I am. <laughs> Good. It is the Eight of Pentacles. Wait, nope. Yes, Eight yeah. of Pentacles. I was like, wait, looks like. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was like, I second guess myself. I was like, wait, is it the, is it the Seven of Cups? Because the Seven of Cups is also like in the storefront. So, oh, that's yes, true. The Eight of Pentacles. So. Oh, yay! Aww. It's like completing the work. Yeah, totally. And also, since we were kind of brainstorming some new things that we're thinking about doing right before we started recording, I think that that's pretty accurate. Very fitting. I know. We wow, Tarot, it's like you know what you're talking about. I know. Uh, <laughs> Every time the decks show up like that, I'm like, oh, right. We act so surprised that it's like a relevant <laughs> card, but then duh, that's the whole point. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, so our first question for the day is from our friend Christina. They ask, should I work with a spiritual teacher this year? And since this is kind of a yes or no question, and Holly and I like reframing questions like that to more open-ended because it gives more conversation, we can like go further along in the spiritual path a little more. What do you think we should change this to? Just a little tweaking. I think probably saying um, like what value would uh, you working with a spiritual teacher have for Christina? And then also what to look for in a spiritual teacher, maybe? Yeah. Okay. What would you like to do? Uh, I can pull for value. Value, and I'll pull what to look for. Okay. Yeah. Let me shuffle this again, getting rid of card of the day vibes. <laughs> Be careful while you're shuffling. It's a dangerous <laughs> shuffling world out there today. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Oh. Okay, so I got the Page of Wands and the World. Oh, okay. So that feels very like the energy of working with a, um, what did we say? Spiritual teacher. <laughs> Why did that yes. phrase lo- like leave my brain? <laughs> so working with a spiritual, spiritual teacher would, to me, it seems like be beneficial because the Page of Wands is at the beginning of a journey and working with a spiritual teacher would offer more direction to that. And then the world is about completion and wholeness. And so I think the two paired together is saying that a spiritual teacher would benefit you, Christina, because they could help guide you on that path towards like the completion represented by the world. What do you think? For what to kind of look for in a spiritual teacher, I got the Empress Oh, and the Six of Pentacles. So someone who's, for the Empress, it would be like a creative. energy, like creative, nurturing, growing things, like like just lots of growth from them. Yeah, and totally. Six of Pentacles, very giving person that's kind of charitable, like that doesn't necessarily, um, like maybe like an apprenticeship. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah, somebody that, kind of that like look for somebody who has a lot to give you. I feel like she already has somebody in mind. I think so because yeah, none of this is kind of like brand new information. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. You know, Especially it's not, like, with the Empress. On a journey. It's yeah, not, like six of swords or you know. like you can find somebody. It's like there's somebody yeah. already that you feel like you can get something from, not in like a negative way, <laughs> or maybe just in the sense that the time between sending the email about the question and that they found somebody too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, totally work with a spiritual teacher this year yeah. and have it be somebody that you can get a lot from, but also that you feel really nurtured from. I think yeah. maybe the other thing about those two cards, the Empress paired with the six of pentacles is that it isn't about challenge. It's not like working with somebody who's going to really challenge you. It's more mm-hmm. about working with somebody who's going to like hold you in the like, you know, bosom and be like, everything will be okay. Let's get through this. You can learn this together. Yeah, Yeah, totally. So that's one, definitely the direction you want to look rather than saying like, I'm going to go on this page of one's journey and find somebody who really, you know, like a hierophant, nine of swords, me. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who brings me so much anxiety that I'm spiritually right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes people work that way, but I think that in this case, it's like, look for somebody who can really be super caring and nurturing and help you kind of tap into that empress energy within yourself. Yes. Yeah. That self-love, that caringness, that growth and like everything is just blossoming. They're, yeah. they're there to make you blossom. So I love it. Have fun. And when you find somebody, tell us who it is. I'm always curious about that sort of process. I know. Because we're so resistant to Hierophant (laughs) vibes that it's like, no, thank you. I don't want anyone telling me what to do. (laughs) Exactly. But I guess if you find somebody that's just emulating the Empress and the Six of Pentacles, they're not telling you what to do. They're they're emulating positivity and giving. And then you try to just like do that to match them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They'd be a good like spiritual guide. Yeah, totally. Okay. Our next question is from our friend Dawn who is a really fantastic writer and folklorist. And she has a newsletter that I would suggest all of you check out. I don't know why I can't come up with the word net newsletter. I have to like pause to think about it. <laughs> well, you're not like 80 years old receiving these emails. <laughs> I know, they're so not I in think the it's mail. valuable. They get sent it's via valid. the internet. If you can imagine. <laughs> 
<laughs> and their newsletters. And the cool thing about it is that she writes folklore that's sometimes based on like existing folklore with a new spin or whatever. She's super, super good at it. They're really fantastic and really fun. And then her newsletter also usually has like a recipe or an activity or whatever. So it's a super dynamic thing. She's just our friend. Like I, uh, she, this is not sponsored in any way, but if you want to check her out, her handle on Instagram is DD underscore storyteller. And I love her. She's fantastic. She's one of my favorite Instagram friends. But she says, as the main household manager, for want of a better phrase, how can I best support my family whilst looking after my own needs? That is like such a good question because I think a lot of people feel that way. And I think that there's like not a real good way to talk about household management without making it sound a little bit like 60s. Yes. Yes. But... If you're a freelancer or you're kind of doing things on your own or even just people who work from home, I know there's like a tremendous amount of people, who, uh, a pressure on people who work from home to like still have everything in the household looking great yeah. and being clean and all that, even though they're actually working all day. So for Dawn, what, how do we want to break this I down? I feel like there are two kind of questions, how best to support my family and uh-huh. how best to support my own needs. So I feel like there are like two okay. categories. Ooh, we can do that and then do ways to combine them. Kind of like that. Yes, uh, like the career spread. Yes. Spread. Yeah, Aww. good idea. Oh, my God. Solution found. I love it. All right. So do you want to do support family and I'll do own needs? And then yes. we'll each pull a card for how to combine how them? How to bond them? Yes. Okay. I got it. Okay. Awesome. Ah, shuffling today is such a nightmare. It's the full moon, Holly. I know. We already talked about it, but it just is crazy. Oh, okay. Okay. So what did you get for supporting family? I can tell I already hate this because there are two court cards and I hate reading court cards by my side. So we (laughs) will go through this together because court cards are very like personality oriented sort of thing. So anyway, so how to best look support her family. We have the knight. Okay. Morgan Cruz says the knight of rods. Very sexual. (laughs) So the knight of wands basically. And we have the page of cups. So the knight of rods is very, very action oriented. He's like, I feel like the most actiony person without thinking. That makes any sense. Like without overthinking. So I totally. feel like best supporting your family and the page of cups is very emotional following the emotions. And I feel like combining these two kind of into sort of like one phrase, it's like do what comes naturally to you and don't overthink it. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. that. That's, that's the general feeling I'm getting from both of them because it combines those two I personality think that kind of types. Yeah. And also, well, and then additionally for best to support family, it's kind of like saying mm-hmm. you already are doing that. So like maybe don't feel... Like you're like, you know, right. Not achieving that goal. Like you're already moving forward. You're are you already sort of see mm-hmm. areas where growth can happen. And so it's not an area that's being like addressed too infrequently. I feel like any page is sort of like beginning that journey. And of course, with the Knight of Wands, it's like you're not stagnant in this. You know what you're doing. You, you're not being held back by anything. Yeah. And then I got for how to support self or how to uh, looking at how to look after your own needs. I got the seven of pentacles and the world. Oh, 
That's interesting. Yeah, I know. Because the seven of pentacles is sort of at the beginning of that like hard work process, uh-huh. like perseverance, getting stuff done, working on things, etc. And the world is about completion. So that's kind of an interesting juxtaposition. But I think that it could be reflecting sort of a transition between seeing what your ultimate goals are and then seeing the actionable steps that you need to take yeah yeah I agree with that because it's been and like starting that work on working on yourself and not staying behind and kind of just thinking about it or planning to do it it's kind of like go you need to start putting those wheels in motion to get it done yeah totally totally because you if you have the vision in mind it's not enough to just say like here are the 15 things I want to do to get to that vision you have to like put the pentacles yeah. into it the seven of pentacles <laughs> pentacles into it <laughs> That's what I'm calling effort from now on. Got to put those pentacles into it. I love it so much. I'm going to put that as a quote like somewhere. I'm going to put the pentacles into it. <laughs> it's true. All right. So what did you pull oh, as a way to yet. combine them? I got you the ten, ten of pentacles. Of pentacles Ooh, that's that. a very like family under kind card. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The way to combine them is the Hierophant. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh, the Hierophant with the Ten of Pentacles is like, so as a storyteller, she's already doing some Hierophant right. things. She's already teaching. Mm-hmm. That's already kind of her legacy. Yeah. So I think that maybe them paired together is saying to keep doing that. Yeah, so keep focusing on that to kind of marry both sides of yourself. Teaching. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Because I think that also, like, even when I was just talking about her as a person, and all of the stuff, like the folklorist stuff and her, um, what the fuck? How did I lose that word again? <laughs> Newsletter. Newsletter. I, was like, Damn it. I was like, wait, what word? Pentacles? <laughs> <laughs> Why won't the word Are you trying to like say telegram? Is, is it like a, a telegram that she sends out? Every I know. <laughs> what era am I thinking? Like Pony Express? Oh, the Pony Express that she sends out. Like, what am I doing? Why does that work? Oh my God. Okay. So then the newsletter, she's providing so much information and like being such a hierophant by like showing people the direction that they might want to explore, especially if you're interested in like English or even some Celtic like mythology mm-hmm. or whatever. She could be a really good resource for that. Like there are areas where she's already hierophanting. And I think paired with the 10 of pentacles, it's like really saying that that's the route to go to establish a legacy. Yeah, I think so. And to look at the areas where you're being a hierophant as the way to establish your legacy as like a family member and also as a creative individual. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Do you want to like pull a card for a next Yeah, I think so. I was like, I was like, well, how's she going to do it? How's she going to do it? Like, how Holly? Yeah. How's she going to do it? (laughs) Don will absolutely message me and be like, Hey, heard you pulling extra cards for no reason. And that question of mine, what you doing girl? (laughs) Well, it's our show, so we can pull whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. I will pull extra cards. Man, that was really bitchy of me. What's our show? (laughs) We get so defensive. Like, yes, I know that we don't like the Celtic cross, and I know that I pull 12 cards regularly. Those are not mutually The Celtic cross doesn't make sense. The positions don't make any logical sense. I feel like we make sense at least if we pull 12 cards. And I will finish with that. Okay. I will I will lay on that sword. We've already ranted about that, though. If we want to rant about it again, it'll have to be in a tarot after dark. It will. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next step. Oh, the fool. Oh, the fool. Oh, that's nice. And I got the four of cups. So I feel like it's looking for the cup that you, that, oh my gosh, I can't speak today. The moon. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's finding the cup and grabbing the cup yeah. and just doing it. Yeah. Yeah, being aware of what's being offered to you that maybe you're not seeing necessarily very clearly and then being willing to just sort of blindly follow that cup 
which I know because of our interactions that Dawn has a lot of cups there already. Like she has a lot of things that she's interested in doing. So there may be some way of combining those things that she hasn't found Mm -hmm. yet or seen yet, but looking for that area and then being willing to just jump off a cliff with it in a good way, way, please in a good way. Not literally, (laughs) please don't literally jump off a cliff. Anyone Um, (laughs) jump off a cliff figuratively to follow that, cup that you maybe weren't um, quite, quite aware of yeah because like, I think of four cups it's like a cup that's there but you're not aware of yet so you kind of need to keep yeah. looking for it or even sometimes it's just kind of like you're moody and you're like I don't really want this cup but it's a good cup so yeah, I don't want this cup <laughs> this cup is too much cup <laughs> so it's either one of those situations so if you know you're being like resistive to one of the cups kind of explore that and just jump yeah. Awesome. Well, good luck, Don. We believe and we in you. And we know you'll keep us I'm updated with see... what's going on. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what she does next because have you, uh, did you see that dress that yes, she sewed? Yes, with all the like historical, like, ac- like accurate C and like patterns and stuff. Yeah. So amazing. I mean, I've told you before that if given the chance to be in a, re- a reenactor, I absolutely would oh, yeah. be. I think that that is so fun. But yeah, she sewed a freaking like historically accurate dress using all historically accurate materials or mostly. mostly yeah historically accurate materials and it's just like yeah what is the skill her creativity (laughs) just makes me sick just vomit everywhere (laughs) i just hate you i secretly hate you i I like the idea of enraged support like i support you so fucking much that i am mad about it i mean i i that's how it is welcome to my life It's like a, it's like a jealousy, rage, love, <laughs> impressive. Like I'm, I'm a complicated person, Holly. Come on, it's a complex feeling. I like it. <laughs> All right, Don. We believe we love in you. you. Let us know how it goes. Even though we hate, even though I hate you just a little, I love you. <laughs> this week we're talking about Happy Tarot. Happy Tarot is a deck created by Serena Fika that is recognizable because of its use of candy, smiles, and very particular anime-esque art style. All of the humans seem to be enthusiastic children, even the hermit and the emperor. Which is hilarious. But despite (laughs) that, it follows the Rider-Waite-Smith format very closely. The publisher says, Happiness can change the world. With its bold colors and absolutely fresh art style, this deck makes now the perfect moment for exploring your very own spirit of happiness. Featuring a plethora of honest smiles, sunshine, and optimistic characters, Happy Tarot is destined to change your life for the better. That was my child reading voice when I used to be like, yeah, I can tell. But that's pretty applicable for the happy tarot because it is all children, even though the emperor and the hermit both have like long gray beards. (laughs) (laughs) The only one that doesn't look like a child is the is the high priestess. It has like she has like a more adult kind of figure shaped face. (laughs) Oh, shaped like the only that's like the only one. (laughs) So the first parameter is your general impression and vibe. And I'll start by saying that I bought this deck. And then immediately sent it to you because I was like, no, I don't think <laughs> this did. is for me. But I did fall in love with it. I don't it think first. you even opened the box. Did you open no. the box? I feel, I feel like I you didn't, didn't even no. look at it. I looked at some <laughs> images online and was like, I'm sending this to Esther. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently I needed it, which thank you. Very much. Yeah, you're I welcome. Will never, I will never ever turn down a deck. Like anything free, basically just send it to me. I will give it a good home. <laughs> well, and I have that problem of giving away decks that I'm feeling not connected to. And. That's this true. one, I, I really, I saw it in a bookstore in London called Atlantis, which is like, a have talked about it before. It's where I got, um, what is that other deck? The Luna Soul Tarot deck. 
when we were there mm-hmm. in the fall. And I was like, this is adorable. I love this so much. And I picked it up and then I walked around with it and it, it's so bright. And I just kept thinking like, this might be too cartoony for me. Listeners, she was a little drunk I, I, on that sh- buying spree. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listener, I don't know what Esther is talking about. How dare you? <laughs> no, I had been walking around London all day, stopping at a couple pubs, going to bookstores. It was probably something I would not have purchased had I been 100% sober. But <laughs> at least you got it. <laughs> I did. I appreciate Drunk Holly going around London. <laughs> So embarrassing. But yeah, so my first impression was like, oh my God, this is adorable. I must have it. (laughs) And what's your impression of it now? I think that I almost bought it again when I was doing the, because since I don't own it, I had to look at all the images to come up with my favorite cards. And I was like, fuck, maybe I do want to own it. It's so cute. (laughs) It's so cute. But we both know you probably wouldn't use it I wouldn't. I have too many decks. This would not be the one that would pop up on top most. But what are your, what are your general impressions? What vibe does it have? Okay, so of course it has like a has like a Candyland vibe, yeah. like very much like a child's game. I think it's so bright it kind of offsets any dark. Like okay, so Wild Unknown is very dark kind of looking deck, and sometimes you'll flip a card and you're like, oh my gosh, that's like the Ten of Six or whatever, and this kind of very dark, yeah, and like brooding. And this deck is like the opposite of yeah. that, where it's so bright. It's kind of like the cup half full sort of deck. Like so, when you draw a scary card, it's like. Oh, it's, it's so cute. So How cute. can it be so scary? And so many of the scary cards are like full-blown funny. Like the death card is like funny. <laughs> yes. Even judgment. So many cards Everyone's are funny. laughing. Yes. The angel's laughing. Yeah. And like, it's just crazy. Yeah. There are some cards like that have like sad faces. Like the nine of swords has like, she's like, you can tell she's crying, but it's not like scary sad. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, I want to give her it's a like, hug. Oh, wasm, wasm, life is so hard. <laughs> I mean, poor baby. Like you'd be just automatically like go like to toddler mode yeah. whenever you're. Exactly. So I think it's a very like cup half full sort of deck because when I've done readings with it, it's very accurate, but it's not like gloom and doom. You're going to die. And that's one of the reasons that I sent it to you because I knew that you were going to start or I knew you already had like done tarot with students before. Mm -hmm. And I think that any deck that like even the upsetting cards are kind of adorable. And that's like another thing about Mm -hmm. it is that all of the wands are candy and then yes. all of the swords are wooden swords, which is like very playful yes. and adorable. For readings, it's definitely something that I would give as like a kid to, as their first yeah. deck, like to any sort of child who's interested in Taro, yeah. because it's not threatening at all. And even like the colors themselves, like cups are like kind of blue. So it goes back to the elemental sort of yeah. stuff like, that we know as readers, like the reds are usually wands yeah. and like most stuff, you know, so it even like calls back that sort That's of thing. Cool. So I feel like it's a very like basics very good basics and like rws foundation well that's exactly what i was gonna say because the good tarot doesn't like the images aren't as similar to the rider Waite smith like even though it's generally very positive and it would be a good deck maybe for like a teenager this you could give Mm -hmm. to somebody really young like seven eight and they would be able to develop like an understanding of rws pretty easily because it right. really does align very closely just with goofballs as the characters. Yeah, it does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what types of readings have you done this for? I mean, I guess besides just like stuff for kids or it being applicable for kids. When um, someone's been really like sad or just been going through a hard time, 
the good tarot is good for positive affirmations and messages. This is good for a tarot reading that's not threatening. Yeah, totally. So I've used it for that. Used it, of course, for students. And it's like I said, it's a good teaching deck. Like, very good foundational kind of teaching totally. deck. I think, especially because when I received it, I was thinking more of teaching students with yeah. this. So I think that's kind of how I framed this deck is a very good teaching student basics deck. Yeah, I love itself. that. <sighs> Don't talk me into this, Esther. No, no, no. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. It's okay. You don't need it. <laughs> I know. I know. Save your money. <laughs> I have other, I have Kickstarter decks that are going to charge me within the next couple of weeks. Like I do not need to exactly. buy this, although it's $16, but still Holly, you don't need it. <laughs> Basically what I'm asking is that if you own this deck, please, please post pictures because I would love to see it in action. That's I guess the moral <laughs> yes. of the story. <laughs> well, I, th- I think our friend Taurus Tor- moon, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They've been posting that a lot recently. Like as a card of the day. So that's awesome. So I'll just have to look more closely at that. Yeah. Just is this what there, people yeah. feel like when they are listening to this podcast and don't have the deck already? <laughs> is that what we're doing <laughs> to other people? Because how does anyone listen to this podcast? <laughs> it is torture. <laughs> well, this is this is how we've enabled so many people to buy decks I the past know. like God. two weeks. Like, <laughs> we've gotten so many people being like, I hate you all. I know. I, I hate you. And I'm the one who <laughs> bought that deck. <laughs> You didn't even ask me for it. I purchased it and then freely sent it to you. And now I'm like, God damn it, Esther. Now I need to buy this deck. <laughs> well, just just save it for later. Like, have it on your list of to buy. Like, yeah. it's not at the top of your list. Oh, my God. You just know it's always there. It's not going out of print. You're fine. Okay, that's true. It is distributed by Llewellyn. It's a low Scarabo deck. It is widely available. It's not old. It's not out of print. My brain needs to stop Capricorning the crap out of this and being like, you need to hold on to it just to be safe. Because <laughs> I think this is the first episode where, you, where you've not had a deck and I've had a deck because... Before we've done ones before. where both of us or all three of us in the olden days were looking yeah. at apps. But this doesn't this even have an one. app. That's maybe also part of the problem. You have, su- you have such bad FOMO right now. I know. <laughs> I am I have like deck you sent to me. I have chronic fear of missing out. It's debilitating and probably diagnosable. Same. Like this is why I'm up at three a.m. my time checking our chat. Because I have such bad FOMO. I'm like, what did I miss? Who's talking right now? (laughs) Jesus Christ, I need to get it together. All right. So speaking of, what are your favorite cards? Okay, I have four favorite cards. I could have had many more. But I stopped myself. Were you choosing them based on beauty or hilarity? Um, hilarity. Okay, same. <laughs> That's how I chose my favorites too. Because <laughs> I was like, they're they're all cute. I mean, I can't like debate that. Okay, so my the cuteness, like the strength card, is so cute because he has a little lion and she's petting the lion's face and it's like a little puppy dog and it's so adorable. They're so cute, <laughs> so cute. Like this is still a cuteness factor. That's not even funny. It's just super super cute. It's and I so can't, yeah. I can't stand it. Yeah. And then the three of cups. I just want to be at this toddler party with the juice cups. Like that's, <laughs> that's where I want to be. Well, I love that there are like the addition of tiny little woodland creatures playing around their feet. <laughs> it's like the best party in the world. Like, cause you, have you seen like, kids like playing together and they're just having like, a good time talking about nothing yeah and they're totally. just having like, the best time in the world this is like the best part it's for so that. playful i love it it's so cute 
Um, and I have the Three of Swords because I think it's like a really good neutral Three of Swords because it's like a jelly heart. Yeah. That has white chocolate over it and stabbed <laughs> with swords. Ooh, that looks delicious. <laughs> I like the swords being wooden. I think that that really contributes yeah. to it feeling so light or not light, mm-hmm. but I guess like a little bit more optimistic because yeah. wooden swords are playthings. They're not weapons yeah. necessarily. Yeah, they're not going to hurt you. I mean, unless you like they, bonk they someone can. In the Having, yeah, They I can. Mean, if you grew up with brothers or sisters who had wooden swords you know that they can hurt yes they can hurt yes <laughs> but that's not their intention their intention yeah. is to practice so. yeah exactly my absolute favorite card is the star because she's naked and she has like little hearts over her boobs <laughs> and her like her nipples and her her vulva. that is so ridiculous <laughs> it's, it's a like, kid so it's like why not wear a bikini i don't yeah we're not it, having so. any nudity these little hearts are way more subtle <laughs> And it's like that for the lover's card, too. And, like, the, the Adam and the lover's card is, like, winking. Okay, like- that's one of my favorite cards because the Adam seems so full of himself. He's like, look at me. And there's a little heart over his I'm junk. So proud, and I then know. the angel and the Eve are both, like, cracking their shit up. And it is just so funny to me. Okay, so that leads into your favorite card, yeah. The Lovers. The Lovers is probably my favorite card. It just cracked me up so much. I also super loved Judgment because all of the people getting out of their coffins look so excited. They're like, let's go! <laughs> Which made me laugh super hard. I liked the Nine of Wands because of the specific type of candy. It's those like hockey sticks as the wands, which is fun and adorable. And then my other one, my other favorite is the Ace of Cups. And I liked the Ace of Cups for actual tarot reasons. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's because sometimes the Ace of Cups comes up to represent like overwhelming emotions, like Mm -hmm. sort of a rush of overwhelming emotions and the ace of cups in the happy tarot, right? That's what this is called. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. called happy tarot. Yes. In the happy tarot is like, like sloshing out. Like the cup mm-hmm. is like not containing the liquid at all. And it isn't just dribbling. It's like, like gushing out of the cup. Yeah. Which Aww. I like because it kind of adds that overwhelming aspect. Oh, I like this. Yeah. The whole deck is super, super cute. So definitely look at the images online if you're interested. And don't buy it, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> That's an important caveat. It's like, no, yep. no, stop it, Holly. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So now I'll draw a card for your relationship with the deck. Yeah. Yay. I can't wait to see if it's like, what would show up as you need to buy this? (laughs) The money card. Yeah. Like pentacles. (laughs) I was thinking six initially, but if it's five, that'll be reassuring that I don't need to buy it. (laughs) Now there's like pressure. Am I going to buy it or not? I'm not going to buy it. (laughs) No, it's okay. This has nothing to do with that. It's probably going to be a card about abandonment. That did come up in my mind today. Let's see. It is the Two of Pentacles. God damn it. Two of Pentacles? See, but that's actually your temperance of the year. It's reminding me that I don't need to have every single deck, that I can have balance in what I buy. Just sending Esther anything you do buy that you don't feel like you want anymore. Exactly. I'll balance you out. Okay, let let me do me. I got the Ten of Swords, <laughs> but it's like the cute Ten of Swords. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that's because it's like you were too anxious when you were drawing for Holly. <laughs> it's true. Probably. 
Sorry, one dropped. Well, the one that dropped is the devil. But the <laughs> devil keeps following me around today because we're recording the devil episode later. Oh, yeah, that's so, true. He, so he's popped up twice so far. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> You're like, what a weekday. I know. And actually, yeah. the devil came up for me for my week ahead spread also about oh. what to leave behind. So that's fun. Or it's actually mm-hmm. the opposite of fun. It already told you don't buy it. That's exactly. Yeah, seriously. No more decks this week, Holly. That's the rule. Next week, we are going to be talking about this monster of a book. Yes. That is called Pamela Coleman Smith, The Untold Story. It is by Stuart Kaplan, uh, along with Mary Kay Greer, Elizabeth Foley O'Connor, and Melinda Boyd Parsons. All of these people are like tarot historians and tarot creators. And they wrote this sort of definitive Pamela Coleman Smith biography that also includes a ton of her original artwork. So this is kind of an expensive one. It took me a long time to spring for it, which is hilarious after just talking about how I don't need to buy another deck. But it is going to be our chance to talk about Pam or Pixie. Pam is such a hilarious name. And her birthday was a few days ago. So I feel like it's good timing to kind of do an overview about her. birthday, talking about her life, her art, um, and all that stuff. So we'll be doing that next week. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I was looking on our iTunes the other day, and we haven't gotten a review since December. So if you feel so inclined and would like to give us a five-star rating, I would love to see it. It makes us feel really good to get any feedback from you, mostly positive. I'm sure it would feel horrible to get negative feedback, so (laughs) you can keep that to yourself. But if you like us, tell some friends about us or rate and review us on iTunes. 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 Or wherever you listen to your podcast. We take our job seriously. Okay. <laughs> if you have a Tara question or a life question that'd be helped through Tara, email us at wildlyterrapodcast at gmail.com or message us on our Instagram at wildlyterrapodcast. You can also follow us on Instagram for pictures of the decks we're using or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also feel free to follow each of us on Instagram. I am at Celestial Esther and Holly is at Holly Enchanted. Go forth and tarot wildly this week. Yay! We love you. Happy tarot.